This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. No mai, whakaronga mai, ki mā te oro ka ora. Join me, Vicky, on Tuesdays at 5 for an hour of good sounds, good health, when we'll hear about local happenings and talk to locals and folk with local connections about the things they do and the ways they've learned to plan for a healthy future. There'll be new and old school music stacked with tracks from local and almost local musicians. Tune in on Tuesdays at 5pm or catch the podcasts at oar.org.nz. Mauri ora. No mai, whakaronga mai ki mā te oro ka ora. This is the first show for 2022. It's just a number. It's just a numbering system, but oh man, it's so good to get 2021 over and done with. Ne? I hope you've been enjoying time with whanau, friends. Taking time out to be in the environment during the warm season here in the deep south of Aotearoa, New Zealand. Checking out megafauna, microfauna, flora. Just soaking it all up. I'm having a wonderful time doing just that. I'm talking today with my colleague, Paul Coffey. He's been kicking around these parts for quite a few decades now, keeping incredibly fit by enjoying all that Dunedin has to offer. He's a very keen hiker, very keen cyclist, and very keen to share his knowledge. So I've sat him down and asked him to give us some tips. And if that all seems a little bit energetic, then... I'll tell you about some places you might want to take the little ones to. And we'll hear some tunes from 60s and 70s in the interim. So let's get on with that. It's nice to have your company. Kia Yet in my heart I long to see the sunny central skies That stretch away and disappear behind the peaks of snow And hear the magpies singing down a country road I know There are sharing sheds I shore in That are scattered by the way And I seem to hear The clatter of the carters making play And the laughter of the shearers From the days of long ago When they called me Jim the Ringer Down a country road I know 
How I race to hold the ringer's place And cheer it number one Chased by the shearers in the gang And every bloke a gun The white will seem to fall away Neath every perfect blow With just half a sheep between us Down a country road I know The rouseabouts were running From the table and the board With the fleeces and the pieces That the class abandoned and stored While the blokes who worked the wool press How they made the levers go As the bales were sown and branded Down a country road I know When the hard day's work was over And the sun was in the west And the vivid flash of evening Stained that far-off mountain's breast We would share a smoke and bottle While we watched the shadows grow And lengthen into darkness Down a country road I know But the past is gone forever And the future yet to be What changes made And chances lost Have left their mark on me Still I'd like again to wander Where the sunsets come and go in old Otago Central Down a country road I know I'm sitting in the uh, office meeting room that we have to share with other teams here in the Dedina City Council and joining me this afternoon is Senior Community Advisor Paul Coffey. Paul, how long have you been in this team? This team, I'm uh, maybe 17-ish years perhaps, in different guises. And if you went back to the very beginning, it was I was on a team called PARS, Parks and Recreation. No, no, we were planning. <laughs> anyway, there was a split in the thing. That was 25 years ago. Yeah. 25? And that's how long you've been working in the Dunedin City Council? That's how long I've been working in the Dunedin City Council. Where were you before that? Uh, before that, I was at CCS, 
um, and it actually did have CCS, formerly Crippled Children's Society, which is now CCS Disability Action, and I was um, a recreation advisor working with adults who had a physical disability. So you're quite sporty. I don't know about sporty, outdoorsy would be more the term <laughs> I would use. Yeah. So given that we're in the middle of summer and it's the, I don't want to, I actually really don't want to jinx it, but it is the best season for taking in our environments in Dunedin. We have some amazing, well, I hear it from you across the, the office. We have some amazing short walks in this town. So I moved to the city in 82 to work for the Department of Social Welfare and what has kept me here is the outdoor environment in the city. So when I came to council I did, uh, the first project I worked on was a strategy for the tracks within the city. What was, so there was nothing before then? There was nothing before then and my first job was to actually physically walk them and in those days in the early or mid 90s you didn't have GPS trackers that could work in bush or anything so I walked with a wheel and pushed it uphill down down around and over and through and under and then I would sit particularly in the Silverstream Forry flat area mm. and go I think it, it goes up here and I think it goes this far up and that far out and they were the first maps. So, so it was my cartography, which were not accurate, <laughs> <laughs> but it was indicative of what it is. Now people expect to know exactly where the track is because they've got these on their phone, actually, yeah. stuff that will tell them exactly where they are. That's right. But why were you looking at your phone when you actually should be looking around you where you're going, what you're doing? So put your phone away and just I agree. look for the ground trail and follow the ground trail. Pretty old school, looking at the ground, yeah, seeing where footsteps that. have gone yeah, before you. Yeah, I know, I'm a bit grumpy. The people I walk with, I think, <laughs> do agree with that. Old school's good school. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you've walked all the trails? I have walked mu the majority. There is a group out there that every so often, even though they're not supposed to, may form a link between here and there, and which we don't know about. Right. Yeah. Yes. We've all got somebody like that in our families, yeah. haven't we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but you've got to take your hat off to people who do bother to get out and about. Oh, there's the Green Hut Track Clearing Group, mm -hmm. which maintain tracks sort of east, west, actually, west of the motorway. And they are just amazing. Hang on, um, when you say motorway, what do you mean? The motorway out of town, so they're doing you mean the north? water department land into um, Silver Stream, around the top there. They'll also, they just they do stuff around Evansdale Glen and into Green Hut. Um, so they're doing an awful lot of tracks in there. And this is all Every Wednesday. Oh, really? Summer through winter. There could be anything from eight to twenty people out. They have weed eaters, loppers, grubbers, a whole group of curmudgeonly old men. But they're not all old, but you know, and probably who, not all men. Mostly are. They yeah. do have a few, a few women. Good. Um, which is good, and they just do amazing work around the place. So you walk on these things, and it's just incredible. One of the things I can remember is a few years ago, I sent them an email saying, expectations not met. And we were going for a walk in Evansdale Glen up mm. Kerry's Creek. Yes. And my expectation 
was blackberries across the track and we do that one later in the season so that you can spend a lot of time picking and eating. Good, take a bag. Um, But we get there and I'm in thick trousers so that they don't get prickled. It's at least two metres wide, clear, no blackberries. They were to eat, but they certainly weren't on the track. It was so well maintained. Yeah. It was a pleasure to walk. And it was like, so I sent them a sarcastic but yeah. complimentary email Good. saying, you know, I'm not happy. This is what I was expecting. Because <laughs> he wanted to be a curmudgeon. <laughs> That's yeah. nice. And they just do an amazing amount of work. They're called the, the Green Hut Track Clearing Group. Do you know if they've and got a Facebook page? I doubt it. Well, and I wouldn't know anyway. You wouldn't know. No, because you're not on your phone. No, no. Um, and then there's another wee group who clear tracks um, from Moscow, a few guys out from there, mm. and they do tracks in, in the, um, I don't know what area you'd call it. Yeah, but on the side of one of the hills, and there's a plethora of tracks in this area. It's actually confusing. Mm. Um, you do have to know what you're doing or you want to, You do want to have some sort of thing. But it's a great place to go and practice your route finding. Mm. Do we need to turn left or right here? Or do we go straight ahead? And are we on Possum Hunter's track or Possum Buster's track? Which track are we on? Well, now, hang on. Why would you give two tracks with almost identical names? They have come from basically people who have done possum trapping in the area. Yes. And they've done tra- parallel tracks. Uh, because of the okay. possum lines and things. Okay. Yeah. I guess possums will travel in straight lines. They no, can. no, the, the trappers do though. <laughs> to follow the possums. <laughs> and then there's a couple of people up above um, Port Chalmers and Cedar Farm. Mm. A lot of people just walk around the reservoir there, which is a lovely walk, mm. but there is also some brilliant walks in that area through some lovely regenerating bush um, oh, lovely. a bit into some exotic forest mm. um, but incredible views yeah. so there's you know a series of tracks in there as well that you sort of do have to know but the DCC website mm. go tracks or track maps and it will come up with a searchable map that you can scroll across, the lines are on it, you can find out. Oh, that's handy. It's very handy. So say you haven't got access to being able to print out the map that you've just scoped. Is is there a book that you'd recommend? Yes, there is, but it's not in print. So So could could it get from the library? I think so. So the local lawyer, Anthony Hamill, has produced um, a series of books from dating way back to when I first started working Mm. Um, and he is currently working on a um, reprint of Dunedin Tracks and Trails. So the existing book which I call the Bible um, is out of print and has been out of print for some time. Dunedin Tracks and Trails. Dunedin Tracks and Trails. Is that different from from Dunedin Day Walks? Very different, yes. No overlap. Oh, definitely overlap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, a more extensive range of tracks. It goes right into the Silver Peaks, um, out all of, all the tracks on the peninsula and, and the West Harbour area. Yeah. As well as up onto the Mangatua and down to um, the Millennium Track along the Tyree. Oh. Yeah. 
in the Futari now through to Henley. Oh, yeah. oh yes, I've walked the yeah. first bit up to the top. The views are amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was hard mm. work. Yeah. So I'm nowhere near as fit as you. Yeah. 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 That's wonderful. We're, Amongst all of those walks that you're talking about, some of them sound like they're probably not a very good idea to take small people along on. It's always a good idea to take small people along on. If they can walk, it's no problem. Because you're not just walking on the track, you're actually tigger hunting. Ah. And tigger's just up over there, did you not see him? Come on, quick, let's go. Do you, do you with your nieces and nephews and your grand nieces and nephews, do you keep a bag of snakes and... Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always have a Food is important. Yeah. Food is important. No, also they run out of energy really quickly, yeah. but they also build it up really quickly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I've Good got tips. a niece who won't do anything because I scared the bejesus out of her when she was young. <laughs> I tell her to build a bridge and get over that now that she's in her 30s. Oh, but I have another niece who is an outdoor education instructor and has done it all around the world and she blames me for that too. So <laughs> either way you can go. You can go either way. That, oh, that sounds wonderful, and it motivates me to get organised. Um, my husband has put a wet all down that we're going to do Mount Cargill at least once this summer. Mount Cargill's actually quite a hard trip. Yes, I'm aware it of that. I've put, done it. It was put in, it's in straight the up. 70s by um, PEP Labour, basically. Mm. That was one of the work schemes. Maybe the 80s, 70s or 80s. And they didn't do very good track design in those days, and it was... Let's go straight up. Mm. So that and the Pineapple Track, which are two premier tracks in the city, mm. are actually quite hard. They're quite steep in places where they could have done... You know, today people would take a better line on them. Mm. Okay. So if you want to start an easy walk, the, really the best walk, easy walk in the city is up Signal Hill, up the Big Easy. Oh yeah, did that, did that for the first time recently, even though I live nearby. I'd always thought that it was going to be uh, dangerous with bicycles, it's but it up, wasn't. It's an uphill track for bikes, and so there's no downhill bikers on it now because there's the easy down for the bikers, mm -hmm. which is incredibly good fun, and that's why the bikers will be on it. Um, and this is a really nice, easy way to get up the hill as well. It was, so, it was beautiful. I'm so glad that we've found it. And if you're a bit braver, then the next one is actually Nichols Creek. Exactly the same gradient, mm. but much narrower. So it feels like a harder track. Um, and that's a really neat, again, if you're a runner, that's the one of the things to run. But you do need to be listening out for bikers. Yes. Even if you're going up or down on your bike, because it is so, so narrow, you basically have to stop and work your way around. That's the Nichols Creek walk. Yeah, and they, they made that on purpose, that narrow, so it's done on purpose. And yes. that's just amazing. And now if you get out into a open tops for a few seconds, or not even tops, and then you go back into the bush and keep going, and then you get out onto the tops and near, in between Swampy and Flagstaff, and the section through there is just amazing. Will it take to get up there? Oh, that's a long, long way. Yeah. So there should... are some shortcuts, but oh, you no, no, no. need to know what yeah, to do. No, no, no. Let's not go down there. Old logging tracks. No, so go to Nichols. Instead of going up the bike track, go mm. up the water intake. Yep. And then up Nichols, past the um, the actual waterfall, mm -hmm. Nichols Falls. Yes. Do have a swim in it. That's really good. And then continue on up, yeah. um, mm -hmm. and then past the old houses. And you, yep. most of the time, you're off 
the biking tracks because they are so switched back for bikers to get up. Yeah. Brilliant for runners. But if you're going to walk, go up that way. And then you do pop out at the same place as the... Um, the other well, track. I'm saying it opens up, yes, and but then get onto the track because from there it is a wider, bigger track. Um, the, the track building techniques have changed from the bottom. That's to really interesting. I do remember uh, caught it all from uh, from um, one of our poa here talking about Nichols Falls being an ancient site for uh, spiritual cleansing. Mm-hmm. And I think if we we all. All cultures, really, we have our little spots, our, our sacred pools. I've seen um, similar places in East Asia, and um, yeah, the power of the waterfall. But that's only one of five waterfalls on that creek. Good tip. So if you're adventurous, it is a, it is a scramble. Yeah. But you can get up around the first fall and go up the creek and then there's another fall. Nice. You have to scramble around that one and there's wow. another one. So how long, so, so, say somebody's listening and they're thinking, well, I, I've got reasonable fitness, I've got good shoes, I'm going to set aside a day for doing this. How many hours will it take? D- well, it depends on which one. So I'm thinking at the top of the motorway, you head down Waitati Valley Road mm. to um, and just cross the first bridge and there's a little wee parking area, and then there's a sign there, and then you're on what's called the Burns Rustlers Track. Mm. And if you walk along a pipeline, an ancient, very old, and you can see the ceramic pipes, mm. great big ceramic pipes are used. It's disused now because Timmy slips on it, they couldn't keep it open. Yep. But that water does go into Sullivan's Dam from there. That's where the trout fishing is. Yep. 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 Um, and if you go past the actual up into Burns and just keep following along, it continues along the pipeline, gets muddy in a cup base, and then it turns left uphill to Rustlers, you get to an amazing viewpoint, you continue on and you get to a junction of four different directions of tracks, Yes. but drop down to the left again, onto the Burns track, it climbs up slightly and then goes through some lovely flaxed area and drops back onto the pipeline. That's back again. two-ish hours. Oh, I think I might have done part of that walk. Yeah. Uh, when I had to turn back for the car because I was pooped, the younger and stronger ones kept on going up Transmission Valley. Um, Transmission, yeah, I'm not sure. It was a corridor China. rather than a, a yeah, valley? Yeah, so that's... Um, that so from the cloud forest up? Yeah, that's mm. off the cloud forest. Yeah. yeah, and that cloud forest is so worth huffing and puffing. Definitely. Yeah, now that was mind-blowing. You can get to that slightly easier than instead of going down Waitatia Valley Road, go down Pigeon Flat Road. Yes. Only, pff, it wouldn't even be 100 metres. And on the right there, there's an access way up onto the lookout um, over into Sullivan's. I think it's called Trig Number 2 or something you get yeah. to. Fancy name. Um, <laughs> that's again and then you can get down into that so what you can do is you can go from Sullivan's Dam mm. as you're looking at the dam from the bottom go up the left hand side and then it just at the head of the dam itself of the reservoir there's a track going up which is a pipeline from the Burns Rustlers area mm. Very muddy, but it pops you out onto the Leith Valley, onto that, yeah, you know, just the Leith Valley Road there. 
head uphill, then you can go up onto that lookout number two, mm. and you can come back down the cloud forest track to the other end, other side of the top of the dam, mm. and walk it back around. Mm. Two hours. That again. sounds familiar. Yeah, that sounds two right. Hours yeah. Quite muddy going up that thing. The pipeline right. track is. It's, muddy. Yes, and you can expect it to be muddy all year, given that it's a cloud forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Just because we live in, in a, a cooler part of the world doesn't mean that we don't get those intense yeah. rainforest, yeah. cloud forests. Yeah. Rain, cloud. Yeah. What comes first? Yeah. 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 Mm. That, oh, so uh, you hinted at cycling, but I think we, we'll have a wee break and play some uh, slightly older tunes. Maybe we'll play them from uh, Christchurch Cruise because I think it's going to jog some of your memories, maybe. Maybe not. And then after that we can talk about some cycling. Okay. FM Dunedin, access to the airwaves. I'm gonna love you all night long. But when the streetlights die, 
be gone. Whoa, yeah, do do do. over to Bluskin Bay and Paul was driving and shot off up this road that made sense because it was almost a shortcut but really it was a great view and an opportunity for the rest of us in the van to hear about cycling adventures that um, Paul and his whanau had been on recently and so it, it seems reasonable to ask you what are your tips for cycling tracks this summer in Dunedin City? Um, it depends what you're cycling want to do, obviously. Okay. Beginner mountain bikes, definitely go up the big easy and come down the easy down because that's just spectacular. Mm. It's depending on your fitness. It takes a while to get up because I'm not very fit and I can never remember. Um, you just need to do it, you just do it. Mm. Um, but one of the best cycle trips in the city is actually up Highcliff Road 
along the top of Highcliffe Road because the views are spectacular. Wow. What a great Drop trip. down into Portobello. Yes. And then come back along the cycle track. Unbelievable. Lonely Planet, one of the top five rides in the world. Really? Now, Highcliffe Road is narrow, so yes, you, you, it do, is. you do need to stick to the side. Cars are generally really, really good, but it was built in the horse and cart day, so you just pick your granny gear. It's the, the bottom corner at um, oh, that we shopping centre is. Musselburgh. Yeah. No, the next one, the one a little bit higher up. That's a hard corner to get around, but once you're around that corner, it's no issue. And the drop into Portobello mm. is woohoo! Yeah, oh, that's that actually, as a, um, a motorist, you're often disappointed that you can't see well, what yeah. the passengers can see. Yeah. yeah, you know that if you take your eyes off the road, that that's a really foolish move. So. It's a great tip. Last weekend with a friend, Mr. Hamill who writes the books, we biked from the railway station out to Portobello and we're going to turn around and come back. It was quite a stiff southerly. Mm. But the boat was there. The ferry? The wee ferry. Now it was four-ish in the afternoon. She doesn't normally run at that time, but she'd had just dropped off, I think it was half a dozen or so people. We pulled up and said, we haven't paid. Um, and she said, "Not, you know, not an issue because she was going back empty obviously so she was happy that we did pay um my friend didn't have his card but she said you have to stay outside then and that oh, was great and that Another was great fine you know and then into port Chalmers at back beach around back beach now it's a little there's a bit of road works and there's a bit of stuff going on because they haven't completed it all there but what's that 36k an hour 50 of riding time, so you know, we did have a nice cream and you know, you've got to have those things here. That's right, plus being near the wharves, you should always be uh, on the lookout for big big machines. Yes, yeah, mm. yeah. I've seen the yeah. way that some of the wharfies take those mm-hmm. corners in their private cars as well. Yeah. <coughs> so, you know, that's an amazing ride. Mm. Now, if you're a bit more competent on your bike, Nichols is the one to go up. It's slightly more technical, it's a lot longer, mm. um, and all the those waterfalls. coming down it is really, really fun, because you have to concentrate, it is narrow, you do have to be mm. aware. So it's um, not a beginner's ride? It's not a beginner's ride, no, no. And then for the people who are even better, um, there are a couple of other downhill ways off that that I don't ride, because mm. <laughs> they are technical, wow. they're very technical. Plus if you break... Serious bones, it takes it takes its toll, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's, it's unusual. Come on. That's you fall, true. You fall off the bike, you might bang something. Oh, you get back up again, you know, unless you've right. severely broken something. Or the bike, you've broken the bike. Usually the bike yes. breaks first. That's Come true. On. You know, the bike does Thank break. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, we tend yeah. to bounce a little. Yeah, yeah. Not always, but most of the time. Mm. Does it yeah. get harder as you get older to, to come back from major injuries? Are you accusing me of being old? No, no, I said old I didn't say old. I'm not fishing. I know I have I haven't had a major injury for some time, yeah. luckily, because I'm not doing enough, obviously. No, I think you've probably learned some very valuable lessons over the years. So I guess uh, that the word of caution here is just keep within your own limits. Yeah. And another really great day trip, and it is a day trip, is to circumnavigate the Mangatoa. So, started out from mm. bike, 
um, along through and up into Waipori. Mm. That, and that's a spectacular ride. Government tracking in Waipori again is one of the rides in the city. Mm. Um, horse and cart days made really, really easy. Just get it once you're onto it, getting up onto it's a little, the first 50 metres are just a bit steeper because the roads take the stuff out. Yes. But once you're on it, it's just incredible. Another great trip. That's going to be way uh, easier than the Berwick block that we do. Yeah. That, oh, that hell yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah, you know, no, that's that, that, right that, that No, no, no. It's it's horse and cart stuff. It is perfect gradient. There are, last time I did it, there are some washouts on it. So there are small sections where you will have to carry your bike. Yeah. But we're talking 20, 30 metres. Oh, and we're also, we're talking modern bikes too. Yeah. They're quite light. There's also, on that one though, there's the Ongeonga which is the native stinger nettle. Mm. Now do not get stung by that. So it's a large flat leaf with white needle-like shards all over it. Underside, top side, side sides, bottom sides. My skin's tingling just hearing you talk about it. If you do Mm. get whacked by that and you will know when you do, don't put water on it to wash it off. The story is you put mud on it. So a mud pack will reduce it, and I can tell you that does actually help. Now that does grow in that area, so you have to be on the lookout for that. Mm. It also grows on the peninsula, so when you're doing any tract on the peninsula, you should be aware of that. Um, mm. There is some claims that it's killed more people in New Zealand than the Katapo spider. Seriously? Horses would go, rush, you know, but wander into it, throw oh, the person right. off. Okay. <laughs> who would then be stung completely all over. Typically, there's more to the story. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good to know yeah. because it's an a, it's not a weed. No, it's not a no, pest. It's a nature, we need it. We need it because yeah. it's um it's the food of the caterpillar of the Kahukura New Zealand Red Admiral mm. and it's, this is the only place in the world you find that butterfly mm. so we can't be pulling up its food mm. no. yeah you just got to watch out for it so yep. great great so anyway Thank you. we stopped so you've gone to Waipori yeah we have you head up you cross Lake Mahanarangi mm-hmm. and then you head back along the back side of the Mangatua mm-hmm. to along basically into least stream where there's a big climb out of there and then there's a couple of ups and downs to get back into outro. And this is all within the Dunedin city yeah, boundary. Yeah, yeah. Huge yeah, city, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well we haven't mentioned the rock and pillar for riding if you want to oh, ride. Oh okay, you know, there's more. This is like oh, bouncing across rocks. Uh, the rock and pillar is four drive tracks, so you need a full suspension bike. Yeah. You need to be fit and they are it's a big day. Yeah. But you can attack that, and you need vehicles, but you can attack that from several different, several different ways. Yes. Um, you can do them as day trips. Um, yeah. You can do overnight trips onto the Rock and Pillar. You can do it. Is just amazing. But you you can get snow there any time of the year, so that, you need to be. That prepared. is genuinely my next question. Um, given that we can get. A southerly blowing in sleet even in mid-January here. It's really essential that people take a change of clothes. Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't say change of clothes, but you do need wet weather gear yeah. all year round. Yeah. And I would always carry a very light beanie to go under your helmet if you're biking. Yeah. And I usually have gloves on my hands anyway. Yeah. Um, Helps stop the blisters. 
Oh, and it's when you come off helps off the gravel yeah, lash as well. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes, I thought that um, the gloves I was bought were um, superfluous until I got on the road and yeah. realised how easy it would be for mm-hmm. me to come off. Mm. Yeah. Fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Speed is your friend. Speed is my friend. Yeah. How's that? Well, most accidents happen when you're going slow. When you're braking hard, trying to uh, stop, yeah. and you fall off your bike. Right. You go yes. over the handlebars or something. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if you keep going and looking to where you want to be. Yeah. Like when we were kids, mm-hmm. looking ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's the thing about getting on a bike after all these years. You can remember what to do. You just got to remember what to do. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's awesome. And Thank the you. And wheel bikes will roll over lots of stuff. So what's That's under true. you doesn't matter. It's what in front and where you're going is what matters. That's already happened. Yeah. Mm. It's fantastic. So now I've got no excuse for not doing at least one walk and at least one ride. So in the meantime, happy trails, everyone. Kia ora, Paul. Thanks okay. for sharing all of your knowledge. Um, this might be the last time that people hear from you in this context. Certainly, I'll endeavour to wrap you in again sometime in the fu- near future. Okay. But in the meantime, happy summer to you and Pauline. Yep, thank you. And um, commiserations to all your nieces and nephews <laughs> <laughs> because they're about to get banned. <laughs> <laughs>
online at oar.org.nz.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.